Brains. Brains. Oh my god, we need to hide. The zombies are coming. It's fine. We don't need to worry about it. What? What do you mean? I can hear them. They're very close. You see, they're looking for brains. We didn't graduate high school, so we should be safe. everyone and welcome to Banana Q Podcast. Today, we will be discussing the topic that was suggested by Jesse, one of our listeners, and it's ding, 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 zombies. Zombies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm thinking a different zombie. Plants versus zombies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brains. I used to play a lot of that. Did you play that? No, but I think there was a movie in the 80s or something that there was... That came from like zombies would get brains. I want brains, ah. you know. I think I don't remember which movie it was, though. Yeah, <laughs> okay, okay. And to start it, let's define a zombie now. According to Zombiepedia, oh, there's a Wikipedia for zombies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a zombie is the term associated with a person, often but not always, infected by a virus of some sort. COVID? No. No, no, not COVID. (laughs) That possesses the brain and shuts down the internal systems of the victim, basically transforming them into one of the walking dead. Yeah. After this mutation occurs, the victim is no longer a person, but instead a mindless, shambling corpse with an insatiable hunger for flesh. Yeah, but I think some specific zombies, it's just brains, like the ones you mentioned, right? But I guess it depends (laughs) on which movie or whatever. But those kinds of zombies, in reality, you can't fight with cabbage, right? Or any (laughs) plants. I don't (laughs) think so. You need real weapons. (laughs) No, I think you need more than that. Yeah. So, stories of zombies are as old as the human race, with mentions of them in the oldest known work of literature called The Epic of Gilgamesh. But in recent mm-hmm. times, they are also very popular in movies and TV shows. Some examples are Zombieland, World War Z, Walking Dead, and iZombie. Mm-hmm. There are even some TV shows with standalone episodes about zombies, like Marvel's What If. It has an episode ah, yes. where the Avengers became zombies, right? And it's not just well-known in Western media, but even in Asia. Koreans also have the popular Train to Busan and the new mm. Netflix show called All of Us Are Dead. Ooh, mm-hmm. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that either. Now that you mentioned that, you know, Asians are catching up. But in the Philippines, do we have such like a theme, like a common theme in movies? No, right? Um, We're always about aswang, but not necessarily <laughs> zombies. Maybe there is a... Yeah, why don't we try Googling? Let's see. Philippine zombie. See what happens. Well, mm. apparently it's amalanhig. Okay, I've never heard this term. So it's undead aswang. Oh. So it's kind of, yeah. <laughs> okay, so it's a version of aswang. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, so there are okay. zombies also in the Philippines, but it's not as popular. I don't think I've heard this. Maybe not yet. Now, earlier in the pandemic, people were joking that taking the vaccines would make us into zombies. So <laughs> now a good question would be, what if, right? What if what they were afraid of would come true. Mm-hmm. And now zombies exist. What would we do? How would you survive a zombie apocalypse? Yes, that is a good question. So mm. the first step is to create an emergency kit with essentials to mm. last a few days. 
This tip was actually given by the CDC or Center for Disease and Control, which is the National Public Health Agency of the United States. Yes, it's real. It's not mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not a, a fake list, but they actually made these guidelines for surviving a zombie apocalypse back in 2011. But while the CDC says it began as a tongue-in-cheek campaign, it actually is a practical guide for any emergency, like (laughs) hurricanes, earthquakes, or floods. So I think it's like, you know, they were trying to be cool about it, Mm. being relevant to the youth or whatever, right? But as a result, because it was funny, right? It got shared a lot, and I think their website crashed for a while. (laughs) Yeah, so it worked, right? But anyway, they said Mm. that kit should include a gallon of water per day for each person, non-perishable food items, medications, tools and supplies, sanitation and hygiene products, clothing and bedding, important documents, and first aid supplies. Now, actually, if you're trying to flee zombies, (laughs) I'm not sure if important documents are the most important thing to be worried about. But I guess you're right if you need asylum, right? Like, you need to go Mm. to another country and they want you to prove who you are. So maybe that's why you need the documents. Maybe for some reason, zombies cannot swim and you need to fly to a deserted island Ah, for you to survive and be isolated. Then then who are you? (laughs) That's true. (laughs) You need your documents. Or what if a certain blood type will be immune to zombies and your blood type O? Then you can <laughs> prove that, oh, you see, in my documents, I'm blood type O. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Which, which reminds <laughs> me, there's this study lately that uh, I don't know how mm. real or how proven it is, right? But I think mm. apparently COVID-19 is uh, worse on people with blood type A. And blood type oh. O is, you know, they, they usually have not as bad symptoms yeah so which mm. blood type are you i'm blood type o but i had a fever close to 40 degrees celsius during my second dose so oh but there is actually some kind of argument right like some people are mm. saying that if you didn't have any reaction to the vaccine that means your immune system is terrible like it didn't even react that you know there were enemies ah. or whatever you know what i mean but then if you reacted to it that means your immune system is good that means it recognized that there's an enemy and it's protecting so i don't know which one is mm. right but it could also be argued that you didn't have any reaction because probably you already have the <laughs> the antibodies because ah. you had it you contracted it that's true. Yeah, maybe you were just not mm. aware. Yeah. Mm. Yes, having the survival kit helps, but it says it could only last for a few days. What if the zombie apocalypse lasts longer than that? Mm-hmm. You actually need tip number two, which is up your survival skills, mm-hmm. right? You need to be resourceful. You need to know how to survive, especially for us, right? And for me, especially, I'm I'm used to looking up in Google to solve all my problems. But what if there's no internet connection? Oh, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> you need to solve all your problems. I, I was a Boy Scout before, and we went to this survival camping trip. And you really need to go to the basics, right? Number one is you need to have access to fire. Oh, and yeah. what if there are no matches? There are no lighter. Mm-hmm. Can you make fire out of friction? I don't think. Have, I, have you... I've never tried, so I probably wouldn't know. I would die. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. But I think you can use a magnifying lens, apparently. So maybe that should be ah, in, your, yes, 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 in, you in your kit. But what if it's a cloudy day? 
<laughs> or what if it's raining so there are a lot of what ifs right now okay yes kind of, but there is actually a way for you to make fire without matches or mm. yeah magnifying lens you can also use fire by friction so you rub two bamboos and you can actually create fire out of that mm-hmm. there's also like flint yes like flintstone mm-hmm. mm, to create a spark and then eventually create fire so that's number one fire mm-hmm. next is water mm, yeah drinking water how do you turn, say, water that you're not sure if it's potable or not into a safe drinking water? Oh, yes. Oh, you can boil water. You can filter, maybe using charcoal. I don't know. Yeah, maybe you need to figure that out. And it's also in your mm. kit. And it shouldn't be too heavy, whatever that thing is, right? Otherwise, mm. <laughs> it's very heavy to carry around, yes. In your emergency kit, you have canned goods, but then you don't have a can opener. <laughs> <laughs> How can you open can yeah. without any utensils? Mm. I think we you probably need to have at least a knife, right? Like uh, what what's mm. a folding knife that's made in Switzerland? A Swiss knife, right? Uh, yeah. Swiss Swiss army knife. <laughs> yes. I, I've used that a few times, but I don't know. Maybe <laughs> it was a fake one, that's why it was so flimsy. Oh. I couldn't actually do like you have a scissor that's so small, oh, yeah. you have a knife that's so small, like everything is miniature. <laughs> True. You're like you have a jack of all trades, but it's not actually able to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> because everything is compact. So maybe you just need a folding knife. If not a Swiss mm. knife, like at least a good knife and you can open the canned food with that, right? Like you know how mm. to do it, right? Like maybe this is where the mm. being a growing up Filipino has its advantages because we are kind of used in our childhood, right? You had Boy Scout and then Mm. I know how to open canned goods with a knife, that sort of thing, right? Mm. We grew up in poorer environment, so mm. we are probably more well-suited to this kind of scenario <laughs> compared to <laughs> the Western people, right? Who grew up in mm. fancy homes and whatnot. Yes. And I remember, do you recall, we had this incident before we were trying to open a bottle of wine <laughs> without a corkscrew. <laughs> okay, then no, I... I... <laughs> <laughs> we were researching how do you open a, a bottle of wine without a corkscrew and there was a suggestion oh you know what put the bottle uh, you wrap it with the towel was it in a shoe no you wrap or it was with it oh yeah wrap it in a towel and then smash it in a wall <laughs> it wasn't effective yeah but luckily i don't think wine is considered essential so we're not going to have that problem, I would think, right? Water, that's essential. And I think I've seen movies where in, if you cannot find a water source, you can if you find trees, you can tap into a tree mm. and yes. then find water from there. Not all water on the ground is safe, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe preferably it's running water. Oh, yeah. Like a river, a stream. Because if it's stagnant, there probably are a lot of mosquitoes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially in the Philippines, right? Yes, running water. And what else is... Obviously, food. You also need to probably figure out which food mm. you can eat. For example, yeah. you've run out of food, but you know you're in the forest or something. Which one is safe to eat? Mm. What if you eat this mushroom and it's poisonous and then you die? Right? You know, so you need to know which one is safe. You're right. We went to this museum once, and they were kind of distinguishing which mushrooms are safe, which ones are not. Mm. Actually, the most of them looks really similar. Maybe one distinguishing factor, maybe one speck of red dot that makes oh my it God. safe. It's like, oh, well, how would I know? Especially if you're not 
used to it, right? You're not in the locality. Mm. You don't you don't know the flora and the fauna of mm-hmm. that location. It will be it will be a struggle. Like some mushrooms look safe, but actually they're very poisonous. So yeah. So not just fruits and vegetation. You could also maybe do hunting. Oh hunting yes, hunting for game meat, deer, or maybe rabbit is easier. Maybe setting traps and all. Not necessarily hunting for one, but you create a trap. Oh yes, yeah. Trap a rabbit. Do rabbits really like carrots? Like, no. so if you put, <laughs> if you dangle a carrot and then put a trap, <laughs> it doesn't work. No, apparently Bugs Bunny is eating a mm. carrot because he's spoofing another actor who eats carrots. Ah, so it's not actually biologically <laughs> true. No, in real life, apparently carrots are not good for rabbits in massive quantities they can eat a little because mm. carrots apparently are too high in sugar so it's not good for them it's like mm. feeding them candy gotcha <laughs> yeah okay. so no then now you know mush- now you know if you're out energetic. in the wild don't use carrots to try to <laughs> <laughs> you know what rabbits. just eat the carrots <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> we tried fishing once have you tried fishing yeah, I, I didn't catch anything, so um probably mm. terrible at that. I think I've seen movies before wherein, what was that? I think they were in an island, some kids, and they were trying to mm. spare fish. So if you have mm. a knife, you can do that. And if you're, you're near a stream or river or something, you could probably do that if you don't have... I mean, you're, you're not going to have like a fishing rod for, with you, mm. right? <laughs> so you, if you have your knife, you can find a stick, maybe tie the knife to the mm. end of the stick and try to stab the fish maybe that's <laughs> I don't know <laughs> wow okay then that, that, that's something okay a skill that you will have to learn while in the wild right yes <laughs> oh my god this is getting a lot okay. more difficult I think I'm gonna die after day 10 or something <laughs> Also, getting directions, right? Like, mm. if you're lost, then you need to have at least a clue. Like, our cell phones have compasses, but what if your battery is out? So You need to have a compass with you, maybe, at yeah. least. Yeah, but if it's like, if you don't have a compass using the sun, mm. like if it's daytime, then wherever the sun is rising, it's the east, obviously. Like, if you look at the tree, and then most of the greens are on one side and probably that's east as well because that means that side is getting a lot more sunlight. Oh, really? Okay, interesting. So there are a lot of clues that you can Mm. check out. And if it's nighttime, then maybe use the stars. Constellations, right? Then that means the familiar is where is the Big Dipper (laughs) supposed to be and, you know, the North Star. Polaris look for the North Star. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. Oh gosh, complicated. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. So, the bottom line of this tip is find your inner MacGyver. Do you remember that show? Yes. Like he can do everything just with a paper clip. You know, oh yeah. So unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. Maybe MacGyver's emergency bag is very small because mm. all it has is paper clips. That's it. <laughs> he can even spare fish with paper clips, probably. I yes, wouldn't I'm, be shocked. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be shocked as well. <laughs> So maybe I think what you should add in your bag is the mm. book about how to survive. Maybe I'm sure there's a book about survival guidebook. That should probably mm. be in your kit then. But I think yeah. it's best to already read up before that happens. <laughs> so that you're yeah. not like cramming and then there's no light. And <laughs> I don't know how to do this, you know. Yeah. Okay. So that's the first thing, guys. I think before this happens, 
you have to actually read that book. We don't know which book it is. Mm. I'm sure there's one on Amazon or wherever. So find that book, read it, so you're prepared. And, and practice as well, and practice. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> practicing spear fishing. <laughs> like, what's wrong with this person? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Okay, so the third tip, is hide. Mm. So, you know, obviously there are zombies around, so you need to find a place where they cannot find you or they cannot reach you, like maybe an underground bunker. Okay, maybe you don't have that, but if you're a rich guy, usually mm. in the movies, right, they have these secret underground bunkers, not mm. necessarily just for zombies, but, you know, in the event of a nuclear war or whatever, then you can go underground and you have the supplies there and whatnot. But if you don't have that because you're not a rich person, I don't know, just find another place. Maybe a cave. Maybe, maybe a hide. Prison. Go to prison. <laughs> yes, maybe. Mm. <laughs> but, okay. Because <laughs> prisons usually are built so that people can't go out. It's the same purpose, right? And it's they also cannot also, go in. That makes sense. Uh, go in. Yeah, yeah. Unless the zombies are inside the prison, then you're screwed. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe do some research or, hmm, is this place, you know, zombie-free or not? And usually you just mm. find other people and see where they're going, I guess, mm. right? Like, yeah, maybe that's one of them. Find people that, you know, you think mm. are reliable that you can side with. So that's also a survival mm. thing, right? And you can hide with them because, you know, no man is an island, right? You could have yeah. each other's Look back. For people yeah. with complementary skills. Like, mm. if you're good at making fire, then look for somebody who's good at sourcing water or mm -hmm. something like that. Yeah, exactly. Mm. You know, you could take turns sleeping, that sort of thing, right? Just to make sure that if there's a zombie, you can run. Mm. I, I just want to make a point on mm. looking for a perfect place to hide is also difficult because you don't know who has been contracted with the uh, yeah. sickness, right? Mm -hmm. You don't know. So maybe another tip would be avoid the city, avoid densely populated areas. So mm -hmm. if you're living in Tokyo, then maybe run towards Mount Fuji. Uh, Mount Fuji. <laughs> like okay. go go to where there's no civilization, because the lesser chance that you'll be finding somebody. Don't go to Shibuya Crossing, for example. Ah, that, that makes sense. Yeah. So if you are, mm. if we are in the Philippines. And you are based in Manila, yes. If you're living in Makati, run away. Go to the provincia, mm. right? To the provinces, mm. to the places where there are not a lot of people. Mm. Where there are a lot more animals that you can use as food rather than people. Oh, yeah, that's end true. Up, you know, <laughs> could be zombies then. Yeah, that's then, yeah. good. Yeah, that's a good point, yes. And then that leads us to the next one, which is if you run out of places to hide or if you've hidden and then you messed up you probably made fire and so the zombies got attracted and so you need to run run and the best way to outrun a zombie is do some cardio this is actually number one tip in the movie zombie land right he always mm. he has a lot of tips for people to survive a zombie apocalypse and number one is cardio do some cardio like <laughs> you need to outrun Zombies and zombies are, you know, crazy freaks. Mm -hmm. If you don't have cardio, if you don't have enough running, if, if you didn't do enough running in your time, then probably a zombie could catch on and bite mm. you. Yeah, that's true. So that's you... a good point. I, I need to start exercising <laughs> because I'm not a good runner. <laughs> well, you don't necessarily have to acquire the speed to outrun a zombie. You just need to outrun the slowest 
guy in your group, right? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> That's not necessarily true though because we're not gonna stop with that guy, right? What if there's a lot of zombies? Mm, then they're busy with that guy then it gives you added <laughs> oh my God. headway to... Mm. Okay. There was right. a saying about that, right? Was it? It was about tigers. Like you don't have to outrun the tiger. You just need to outrun. Like there's a story about that. Like a friend was... Mm. They saw a tiger, but then the guy was tying his shoes. And it was mm. like, what's that going to do? Mm. Like, I don't think tying up your shoes will make you outrun the zombie. I mean, the, the tiger. tiger. And then the guy's like, no, I just need to outrun you. <laughs> That's <laughs> oh why I'm tying God. my shoes. Okay. Mm. Noted. <laughs> All right. The next point is don't get bitten. Right. So obviously, mm. zombies usually pass on the virus by biting other people, right? So, mm. according to Peter Parker in What If, <laughs> to lessen the probability <laughs> of that, you should wear long mm. sleeves because the zombie mm. virus is passed through saliva. So, the less skin you're showing, the less there is to bite. <laughs> the thing, though, with this I realize is Iron Man, he's wearing not mm. just long sleeves, but he's protected all over. And how did uh. he become a zombie, by the way? <laughs> I just realized that... <laughs> Apply. Mm, <laughs> that's a good point. But anyway, so if not the long sleeves, just you know, try not to get bitten, basically. And then also, I think I would add here is be on the lookout for what are the signs that somebody has been mm. bitten, because some usually people are selfish. In the movies and in mm. the TV shows, you know, they would have a bite and not tell the rest that they had been bitten, because mm. of course they don't want to be left alone. And then they think they're special, but obviously they eventually succumb and become a zombie and then become a danger yeah. to the others, right? Because they're locked in this cave or something with this one person who was bitten and never told them, right? So you should be good at spotting, right? You should be like a doctor who is good at diagnosing. Wait, mm. Oh, you're vomiting. You must be a zombie or, you know what I mean? So, mm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you should be good at so that. To check for pulse, pulse rates. So how mm. do you do that? Like, pretend you're, hey, can I hold your hand? I just miss somebody. And then you hold the hand and check the pulse. The pulse rate is, oh, it's now 90 beats per minute. Or now it's 200 beats per minute. Or you should impose a, a rule. Like, every, I don't know, 10 minutes, I'm going to check everybody's pulse. You know, it's just mm. a rule. There's, you know, there's nothing, what they call this, no excuses. Like, everybody mm. is going to be going through this. And this is to protect the general population, mm. right? But I'm just wondering, though, regarding the long sleeves, mm. how effective is that? Like, unless <laughs> Uniqlo or any clothing or apparel company creates a strong enough cloth that would, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's probably Not. just a joke. Yeah, I don't think cloth mm. would be enough to deter a zombie's teeth, right? Unless, as mm. I said, you're wearing Iron Man's clothes, <laughs> Iron Man's attire. But then even Iron Man became a zombie in that episode. So, mm. I don't know. Maybe, maybe because, because Ant-Man or that someone who was small enough mm. was able to infiltrate him. Ah, uh, could be. Yeah. If Ant-Man becomes a zombie, then that's... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a nightmare, right? Yeah. He can he can go undetected anywhere. Yes. So maybe that's why mm. he became a zombie. I'm just thinking, like, you know, kids, when they are teething, they are given this kind of toy. Teethers, yeah, I think. A teether? Mm -hmm. You can use that as a weapon, right? If somebody <laughs> or zombie is about to bite you, then what? <laughs> use that teether to... <laughs> 
chug it into that zombie's mouth. I don't think that that's enough. I mean, they're like, you know, <laughs> monsters. I don't think that that would work. And another tip is try to blend. <laughs> try to blend in by pretending to be a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, hold on. If you can't beat so them, just... join them. <laughs> how, no. how do you pretend though? Well, let's take a look at other examples that mm. we've seen in the movie. So mm. in Walking Dead, Rick and Glenn apparently cover themselves in zombie guts. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because if you smell like a zombie, then probably they will think that you're one of them. Okay, then it makes sense. Mm-hmm. While in World War Z, Brad Pitt's character notices that zombies pass by the sick and elderly, making him believe that Whatever the virus causes, the transformation drives its host to seek out only healthy and viable victims to facilitate the spread. So he manages to test and prove this theory by infecting oneself with a deadly but curable pathogen. It's possible to create a sort of camouflage that will cause zombies to ignore a potential victim. Yeah, I think these are better ideas than what I have in mind. I was thinking of just walking aimlessly and shouting brains. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? That might work also, right? Depends. (laughs) Well, we don't know what would attract them, right? Is it the smell of the blood, uh, uninfected blood? Like, if they're just using their eyes, then, you know, you can easily kind of fool them, right? You can Mm. go to, we have a variety shop called Don Quixote here in Japan. They sell almost anything and you can probably buy a zombie costume <laughs> like the ones made for halloween and if it if it's just the visual appeal that they're attracted to then yeah they would believe that you're a zombie but if there's something else like using zombie guts that's clever yeah it's clever really. exactly clever if, if it's the scent mm. that makes them believe that you are one of them yeah, mm. But uh, I don't know. It really depends, again, on the scenario. What kinds of zombies are these really? Because I think the World War Z zombies were different. I don't think in other ah. movies it was like that, right? In World War Z, because it's a virus, maybe that's what the point was. The movie, it's a virus that tries to find a healthy host. And that's why it ignored mm. the sick ones. Mm. It will find a viable host. So then you can inject yourself with, would COVID-19 work? I wonder <laughs> You check yourself mm. with COVID-19 and then the zombies mm. would ignore you. Or you can just use a lipstick and put a mark on your eyes. Oh, I have piscat. I have... <laughs> Sore <that>? eyes? <laughs> Sore eyes. It's not... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a healthy host. I have sore eyes. I don't think it's visual though, right? In that scenario, I think the virus mm. is seeking out based on it can sense if someone is sick or not. And that is why Brad Pitt's mm. character in this movie actually had to inject the pathogen into himself. Like he was forced to mm. because, you know, he was being like a lot of zombies were descending on him or whatever. So he, mm. he tested it there. And sure enough, they didn't see him when he had that pathogen in his system. There was a trick that I learned before. I don't know how true this is, but if you actually put an onion and squeeze it on your armpit, it would raise your body temperature and it would seem like you're you have a fever. Yeah, but that's not for zombies, yeah, that's for parents. <laughs> uh, mm. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. In a, in a zombie apocalypse, mm. there's no foolproof way of knowing how to avoid zombies, right? Mm. One way is for you to Test. Test several theories. Maybe <laughs> bathe yourself in zombie guts. Mm. Then what if by bathing yourself in zombie guts, that would 
infect you, then <laughs> oh yes, you already failed. Yeah, so you need to mm. watch other people from afar and see what happens, right? Mm. Because I'm sure the other people would test a lot of things. And then you mm. need to f- not do what it is that they did that failed. <laughs> yeah, at the end of the day, you just need to use you know a lot of brain power as well. Like first, don't panic. Analyze. Study the behavior of the zombie. What attracts them? What makes them not like you? Mm. If it's a certain type of perfume, maybe they don't like Axe spray because <laughs> they are <laughs> they are zombies with taste. That's why they don't like Axe what? body spray. So maybe yeah, then you can just douse potential. yourself with that. Yeah, you're right. It, it, mm. You you need to look at these zombies and see if they're the Zhuang zombies. Then maybe you know they just don't like garlic, so it's easy. <laughs> 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 yes, if it's a Filipino zombie, yes, you need to have garlic. I found that strange before when I was a kid. People telling me stories about aswang not liking garlic. Then mm. it's so easy, right? Yeah, just look for garlic and just eat a lot. <laughs> yes, and I love garlic, so that's completely mm. fine with me. I mean, I would stink, but that's fine compared to dying, mm. right, or being turned into a zombie. Go to the street and look for a. Peanut vendor, you know those deep fried peanuts. They uh. always have a lot of garlic in them. So yeah. in the first place, why are there still peanut vendors during a zombie apocalypse? Though <laughs> they still need to make a living bee. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, speaking of, that's actually a very good question mm. because if you think about it, right? In a zombie apocalypse, commerce stops. Yeah. Money is useless. You can actually go to a store and just grab whatever you want mm. because. Chances are nobody's attending the store anymore. Yeah, of like, course, yes. So I think, yeah, you can get your supplies also there. If you don't go to the forest because you think you're going to die because you don't know how to identify which mushroom is deadly or not, or you have no idea where to mm. look for water, you could just mm. make sure to go to places where there are stores, but make sure not to stay too long there because there might be a zombie lurking around, right? So just grab whatever mm. you can the moment you run out or if you're running low on supplies. So you could probably yeah. plan that out. If you're really paranoid, you can start planning it out now. Okay, if this happened, where do I go from here to here? You know, because what if the mm. GPS goes down, Google Maps doesn't work anymore and all that. So you need to already practice. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Or huh? also, you need to learn how to turn on the ignition of a car without... Having the key, you know, you need to learn how to carjack. The hot wiring, right? <laughs> hot wiring. How do you practice <laughs> You practice it on your own car, I guess. <laughs> and you get caught by a police. Well, what are you doing? Um, You're carnapping. You're carjacking. Um, I'm practicing for a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> I think it's fine if you do it to your own car, but just don't do it to other people's cars that's gonna land you in hot water and mm. then they will think you're crazy because what zombie apocalypse are you talking about yeah you could probably s- start reading up at least watch youtube videos on how to hot wear a car so if that happens <laughs> at least you know you have some idea more or less on what mm. to do and yeah, and the last part actually is to find a weapon and figure out how to use that weapon, obviously. And always aim for the head. Mm. As Thanos told Thor, you should have aimed for the head. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because, uh, and rule number two in Zombieland uh, is double tap. Oh, what does that mean? So aim for the head 
hit twice. Ah, at least twice. To make you sure that he's tap. dead. Okay. To okay. make sure. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Because I think usually in, in these movies, that's the only way to kill zombies. You need to, to aim for the head. Yeah. But yeah, I think that makes sense with everything, living thing, with every living thing, right? You, you do need to aim for the head, right? Because that's mm. where the brain is. Mm-hmm. Once you cut that off, then that's when it dies, right? The organism. But that dies. will be a problem, though. Like it's easy if you have a gun, but in countries like Japan, where there's strict bans on yeah. firearms, most countries, right, except US and I don't know, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Hong Kong don't really have guns here. So maybe you can, you need to figure mm-hmm. out how to make a weapon out of something. Yeah, you have a point. So what would you use if you don't have guns? What else do you think? Your Swiss Army knife again. <laughs> And then mm, <laughs> no, probably not enough. Mm. I'm trying to think what, like it. It has to be easily. You would think, oh, go for the axe, but then that slows you down, right? Because it's, it's heavy. heavy. Yeah, true. Yeah, it needs to be effective at the same time. It needs to be very portable so that you can easily access it. Maybe you, something that won't slow you down. Because samurai, you're in Japan, again, so. <laughs> you know what? You're right. I'll probably go to a pawn shop here. And get a samurai sword and use that instead. Yeah. But just be careful because you might be singing and accidentally cut off your own arm or something. I mean, that's also possible. Mm. I've watched a lot of <laughs> episodes of Samurai X. So <laughs> okay. Mm. Great. Maybe I should be good. I should be okay. Yeah. Okay. Great. I don't know what they have here in Hong Kong. I have no idea. Maybe the bam- long bamboo poles or something. I have no idea. <laughs> Or, you know the the poles that they use to hang the clothes in the HDB. <laughs> yeah, Maybe in Singapore. <laughs> in Singapore. <laughs> yeah, I think we also have them here, though not as many as in Singapore. So maybe I should mm. find one and then sharpen one end and walk around with that. This I would have something mm-hmm. to you know use like a spare. Mm. Or maybe there is also a samurai in a pawn shop somewhere. <laughs> So just look for that somewhere, <laughs> right? Yeah, I, yeah. Think, I think you're right. Samurai, so learning how to wield a sword. Hmm. <laughs> okay. I think that's my next skill set to learn. <laughs> and then your wife is like, what are you doing? <laughs> just practicing for a zombie of all you want. You're right. Yeah. So maybe we should... Starting from now, we don't, I mean, you already have your samurai. I need to think on my end what it is that I should, you know, what weapon I can mm. find or I can think of. What about my cat? Do you well, think I could use him as a weapon? <laughs> oh, <laughs> maybe claws. zombies don't like cats. Yeah, no, I, mm, no, I think that's, that wasn't a zombie. I think there's a movie, right? What is it? The, the mummy. <laughs> the mummy doesn't like cats. If I don't know if you've seen the mummy, you know, Brendan Fraser. I probably have seen that, but I don't recall the details. Really? So the mummy don't like cats? The mummy is afraid of cats. So what he did was he took mm. a cat and showed it to the mummy, and then the mummy screeched and disappeared. But unfortunately, mm. these zombies we're talking about are not, <laughs> not mummies. But just in case, who knows, right? I could test. <laughs> like, show the cat. That's similar to the <laughs> the Marvel movie, Captain Marvel. Oh, yeah. There was a cat. Yeah. The, the kind of... <laughs> Aliens were Goose, the right? Cat, right? Yeah, but it actually wasn't a cat. He's a flurkin. Yeah, who knows? Maybe Froyo is a flurkin. Let's just hope he is secretly <laughs> a flurkin and he will come to my defense. 
Mm. Okay. There you go. We have found there you go. my weapon. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a good thing that zombies don't know how to use weapons, right? Otherwise, it will become exponentially more difficult. Mm, yeah. Like, if you think about it, anything can be used as, as a weapon because they usually just walk around, use their own bodies as mm, mm, mm. their skill in hunting you down. But if No, you have, but in say, What If, do you remember? You've seen mm. that episode. They still could use their weapons. Like, what's his name? The one with the arrows. Jeremy Renner. <laughs> Hawkeye. Maybe because they're superheroes. Ah, uh, yeah. Like, it's in their human nature. No, they're not human. It's their, it's in their superhuman nature. Probably. <laughs> to use the weapons. <laughs> True, mm. yeah. Let's just assume that the zombies are just, as you said, the normal ones that just walk around mm. looking for brains. Can you imagine if Usain Bolt is a zombie? Then he practically can outrun everyone, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh my god. Yes. That, that's true. He can. And yeah, all the Olympic mm. Olympians, right? Mm. Well, it's, it's a good thing that in Japan there's a lot of bicycles. And no matter how fast you are, you can never outrun a bicycle, right? Yeah. Maybe mm. that's a good point. Have a car or a bicycle as well when you're running. Not just mm. run, but actually drive or pedal <laughs> something. <laughs> right? That's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so how do we close this topic? We've wandered <laughs> mm-hmm. into a lot of tips and for sure some of them confused our listeners. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> so yes. We want to touch this again to reality. So even though zombies or zombie apocalypse may not happen, it's always a good thing to be prepared, mm. right? The survival kit the CDC was mentioning. It's not necessarily just for zombie apocalypse, but for every day, or sorry, not every day, but the usual suspects like in Japan, right? Mm. We are advised to actually keep an emergency bag because mm. earthquakes happen here regularly. Oh, yes, yes. So we just don't know, you know, when a big one will hit and then potentially cut you off from, say, access to water, access to food. And so you need to have a bag ready to go. Well, the problem with that is sometimes you don't use it for like 10 years and then you need to check again. To see if the food is still available, it's not, you know, it's still within its expiry. Like even water, right? It's mm. not necessarily the water has gone bad, but the pet bottle itself has their own shelf life. So if you have your emergency bag already, well and good, but it's also a good practice to regularly check for expiration dates. So if something is nearing its lifespan, put it in your calendar, in your cell phone, mm. that, hey, you need to change mm. so-and-so bread or whatever canned good you have. I think you can swap it out. I mean, some people are saying mm. you should eat it. Like, obviously, the mm. things that you put in there, you can eat them. So that means you change it every month mm. or so. Yeah. So at least there's no way that it's expired. Like, oh, I've survived the earthquake, but this is <laughs> expired. I've eaten it last week. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to replace. Mm. Yeah. And I think aside from food and water, it's increasingly more important to have battery for your cell phone. Oh, yeah, battery pack. Obviously, that shouldn't be just because it drains. So you should mm. obviously, again, charge it once in a while and then check it, mm. right? Maybe you should have like once a month, check your pack. Just make sure that everything in there is actually still good. Mm, you're right. And then, um, yeah, I think that that's actually good and I could... Use some of those tips because for you, you have the earthquake. But for me, in Hong Kong, newsflash, we are experiencing 2020 
two, like, you know, again, <laughs> 2020 again, because, you know, the pandemic caught up with Hong Kong. We did pretty well last year. Mm. But the problem was we kept the world out for too long. <laughs> Three-week quarantines, right? And all that. So when Omicron happened, it exploded. Like a few days ago, it was like 55,000 cases a day. And Oh, that's a lot. Yeah, and currently we have the highest death rate in the world because there's a lot of people who didn't get vaccinated, especially the old ones. A few days ago, people were panicking, bought everything in the grocery store. You know, those things that happened in 2020, it's happening again. So now I'm like, okay, it probably <laughs> should at least have some supplies, you know, because maybe I won't be able to buy anything. Or there's also rumors that they might want to test everyone and then they might actually have a lockdown for that and all that. So just it's just good to be prepared. So yes, I have a lot of canned goods and instant noodles with me. <laughs> Right now, and a lot of cat food also for my cat, so he doesn't eat me. No, just kidding. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yes, I think these are good tips, basically. Yes. Very practical <laughs> and useful. Not to wait for a zombie apocalypse, that is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and what about you, our dear listeners? What are your tips? How would you survive the zombie apocalypse? Give yourself a scale of 1 to 10, your survivability. <laughs> <laughs> percentage how would you survive share them with us don't be selfish share with us through our socials our email at bananacupodcast at gmail.com and we might feature you on the next cutie minute time minute. for our followers cutie minute your thoughts in our voice cutie minute not minute. really one minute but we're calling it cutie minute our first cutie this is in relation to Episode 77, Philippine Squid Games. Ooh, and this one's from Leah Rose. Leah Rose says, Hi, I'm Leah, and I'm an avid listener. Oh, thank you. Of you ever since I started working on my first job. I listen to you every time at work, and I'm glad that you are the very first podcast that I listen to. Ooh, wow. Thank you. That's good to hear. Mm -hmm. I'm only in my early 20s. Oh, so she's our little sister so i really <laughs> really feel like i need to share my thoughts on your philippine squid game episode since i was a certified batang kalia when i was a kid for the very first game i really think that the closest filipino game on red light green light is called pepsi seven up huh i don't think i know this game <laughs> so the taya or it will face the opposite side and the other players are all the way behind his or her back when the taya says pepsi the players must move near behind his or her back. And then when he or she says 7-up, the players should all stop moving. Oh, oh it does sound yeah, it is like similar. Yeah, yeah. It is really similar. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when all of the players are near behind the taya, they should tap his or her shoulder and then run back to the base. After that, the taya will run and try to chase you. If you're caught, you'll be the next taya. Oh, mm. this sounds really fun. The technique here is to stretch your arms and reach his back while you're in a ready position to run. <laughs> yes, that's really stinky. <laughs> I really I really wish that this Larongkaya is still being taught to our younger generation. Mm, games such as Bangsak, Secu Base, yeah, Secu Base, Langit Lupa, Tumbang Preso, Luksong Baka, Luksong Tinik, and etc. Kids these days prefer to play on screens, although I cannot blame them. Blame them also since it's partly the pandemic's fault. 
but my point is I hope that these traditional Filipino games should be more endorsed in our current entertainment media. A new game show, perhaps? Mm, good idea. Mm, it's a good idea. Anyways, thank you so much for this episode. It really takes me back to my Batang Kaliya memories. Shout out to my sister, Lotis, Colleen, and Princess. <laughs> Solid Batang Kaliya sa Bulihan GMA. Thank you. More power to BananaQ. P.S. I don't really know if my comment will get picked. Oh, well, lo and behold, it got picked. Yeah, Rose, congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. <laughs> I was amused at the shout out. It's like we're really a radio show. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but. Shout out. Oi, sister, Lotis, Colleen, Princess, how are you? Are you still playing Pepsi 7 Up or are you drinking? I wonder if this game was sponsored by Pepsi. Yeah. And Seven Up. That's actually oh, a good up point. It's a different right? company, right? No, it's the same. Pepsi Seven Up Mountain Dew is the mm. same, right? Because the Coca Cola has Sprite, mm. so it is the same company. Yeah, you're right. Maybe their marketing person thought of this, but this actually mm. sounds vaguely familiar. I probably played this too, but I just mm. didn't remember the mechanics, so it was not as popular as the other games like Langit Lupa and all that. Knowing you played it in Zamboanga, you probably have a more, I would say clever English name <laughs> no I, I think I still remember it was Pepsi and 7-Up I just didn't oh, okay. remember the mechanics but now that she mm-hmm. talked about it yeah yeah, it's, it sounds vaguely familiar alright so our next cutie is Monica your wife mm-hmm. so she said nakikinig ako sa Pusit Games episode hehe nostalgic ang patintero sirip sirip tawag namin sa Cebu so do you remember that that's what you called it Sirip, sirip. Tubig Tubig was the one. <laughs> we call it Tubig Tubig because usually it's the water. We use water as the ah. guiding post for the markers. So maybe in her barangay it was called Sirip Sirip mm. but in yours it's different. Yeah. yeah. Yung dating ginagamit namin na line is yung gap sa concrete na daan. Parang mm. fixed yung malaking squares dati sa roads before naging asphalt. Di ko lang alam anong tawag doon. Hehe. Dangerous siya kasi may dadaan minsan na tricycle or tricycad. <laughs> So, parang level up ang patintero, lol. <laughs> it's like real squid game, no? Your life yeah. is at risk. Life is really at <laughs> if risk. you miss, you get hit by a versicle. Oh my gosh, yes. That's, that's the thing in the Philippines, right? It was really level up for us. Uh, naalala ko lang, may variation din sa patintero na buwan-buwan. Tapos round ang shape ng field. Ginuguhitin namin with water ang shape tapos at night namin nilalaro para di mag-dry up ang water ng mabilis. Hehe. Mm, yeah. Nakakamiss maging bata. And then she said, naglalaro din ba kayo ng bato lata dati or sleeper games? Mm. Pero yung bato lata sleepers ginagamit namin to throw. Tapos yung sleeper games naman para siyang variety ng baseball. Pero chinelas ang base and another chinelas naman ginagamit namin as bola. Hahaha, <laughs> the power of chinelas. So yes, we used to do we used to play that sleeper games, but I think we called it something else. Again, in Sambanga we always call something something else. Yeah, but then yes, we used to ball up the slipper, right? And then you would throw that and then the one in the center, instead of batting it like in baseball, you would kick it. Is that how you also played it? And then you would also try to it's like baseball, you need to go around at the four bases. Yeah, a lot of sleepers got stuck in the roof. <laughs> yes, because of that. <laughs> no, I remember now. It's called cha-cha. Why though? How is that why? cha-cha? I don't know why. That's what they called it. 
I would have thought it's called Slipper Game in Zamboanga. <laughs> oh, maybe because of Chabacano, right? Cha, cha, cha. I don't know. How? Chabacano, cha. I have no idea. Maybe it's because you're like dancing the cha, cha, cha while you're kicking? No, no, <laughs> no. I don't know. I really don't know. So thank you, Monica, for your comments. And yes, I do miss being a kid. And yes, it's funny, right? The level up, <laughs> the danger that we used to be exposed to as kids. Like, can you imagine that happening in a first world country? That somebody would be calling the child services, right? <laughs> like, why are these parents just letting their kids, you know, be in dangerous situations? But yes, I think we had that kind of scenarios well, before. First world countries have the luxury of having their own very spacious playgrounds for one. Mm. Uh, so they don't have to expose themselves to, to dangers, right? Like in Japan, there's very spacious and big. And I can see children actually using them. Not like, oh you know, yeah. where... Yeah, that's true. I we think the playgrounds one. we had were probably just in schools or like, I mean, yeah. in my school, we had them. You're right. I don't remember having those in the neighborhoods, right? And like in mm. Singapore and in here in Hong Kong, yeah. like downstairs, there is a playground. Yeah. Like it's very common. You're right. And that is why we had to resort to those dangerous situations in the middle of the roads and whatnot. I remember in, <laughs> I used to study in a public school in elementary. We do have a playground, but it was not well maintained. So you can, in the slide, it was rusted. Mm-hmm. So some of the girls actually had their skirts there. Oh, no. <laughs> when they were sliding because it wasn't really maintained properly. Oh, so, yeah. God. You would notice, oh, how come nobody's playing at the slide? <laughs> ah, then you try, oh, that's why. <laughs> you learn your lesson <laughs> the hard way. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we, we did have to be more creative as kids because of that. All right, so thank you very much for listening. And mm-hmm. please, if you enjoyed this episode, leave us a five-star rating on Spotify or Apple Podcasts because that really mm. helps. Yeah, because we don't accept four star and lower, only five. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you very much, and see you, you next week. Bye. Bye.